Blog Talk Radio. Hey, uh, it's Rudy Garino. Hey, this is Tom Hayes, and uh, we are... All right. It's amazing, Wayne. It was almost 50 years that we opened. And Sometimes you meet somebody, just blows your mind. Yeah. yeah. You want to come on? Sometimes you don't know what to do. Okay, here we go, Rudy. Okay, we go back. It's over. Just say yeah. what you I just want to hear about your story about the sugar shack and your experience there, and that's it. Those are the questions. I think Rudy's talking uh, too. If you wanna if you wanna call into the show you uh you use this number. I'll I'll give you the number. If you got a pencil. That's it. Just call that number in and you you will hook you up with you'll hook up with all of us. Hey, great. We'll talk about it on the show. Good to hear from you. Yeah, all right. Call in and we'll have some fun. All right. Bye. Okay. <laughs> he's going to call in. That's great. Hey, uh, how are we doing this week, guys? How are we doing this, how are we doing this week, gentlemen? Okay. We're doing great. Um, Tom, he says I sound great. He says because my voice is strong. <laughs> it, it's darn right, and you know he knows he's got a connection to upstairs, so you got to listen to him, it, Rudy. It's unreal. Fifty years later. Hey, Rudy. It seems like it seems like yesterday. Uh, are you still there, buddy? Hey, Rudy. We didn't lose you, did we? I'm still here. I still hear you loud and clear. I hear you. I know. You can hear me. I just can't hear Rudy. We've got to hear that big, strong voice, Rudy. Um, maybe, Rudy, if you can hear us, call back in. Call back in. You may have lost the connection, or maybe you have the phone on mute. So do that. Sorry, listeners, but this is just part of uh, the Internet radio thing. Well, you got to hear, see, everything is real here. You got to hear Rudy talking to Wayne Cochran, who's supposed to be calling in here in a couple of minutes. And uh, we're going to have some fun talking about the his first, he was the very first act that Rudy booked for the Sugar Shack. And um, he, uh, you know, the story is that Rudy wanted to book acts like Wayne Cochran and Joey D and the Starlighters, a lot of groups that were, you know, bordered on the soul music thing but weren't the maybe um it wasn't it wasn't the black artists and then one night uh new year's eve and billy you know the story uh yes uh, jerry came around the corner they had booked a group they nobody really remembers who the group was but it was um there we go rudy just uh disconnected he realized he couldn't wasn't being heard um so, uh, and all of a sudden, Jerry Maffeo comes in the club and says, oh, my God, he says, Rudy, we've got a line around the corner. And they made about $48,000 that year. And uh, now 
The rest is that history. weekend. That weekend they made party. That weekend, yeah. That weekend, yeah. It was and, a funny uh, story. Here we go. Here's Rudy now. Hey, what Rudy, happened, John? I don't know. We couldn't hear you. We can hear you now. Okay. Did Wayne call in? Not yet. Not uh, yet. All right. Let's. Who's uh, on, Mr. Porter? Just Billy. Billy, right now. Hey. Oh, I have to ask you. Um, one of my uh, black buddies who was at the shack, we never met until years later, but he was the one who got me going on the uh, radio show where I met Billy and then ultimately connected with you. He mentioned one of the lords, the last name was Sheldon. Oh, I don't know their last names. Uh, I, uh, I, only knew, I only knew two of them, uh, Woody and uh, I think Sonny. Oh, okay. So was Woody... I mean, that, was that his real name, or was he just using an alias? Well, we had him on the show. We had him on the show last week, I think it was. Yeah, I remember. So that's his. That's his name then, not a stage well, I name. Don't know. It's, uh, probably a, a nickname or something, but that's what he went by. Oh, okay. The other question I have for you, believe it or not, my first wife was <laughs> actually here last Saturday night. Uh, that was a first. In fact, my daughter called me the next day and said, uh, Dad, you now you know what a dinner looks like after hell freezes over. Um, <laughs> thank you for getting that. I thought it was one of the greatest lines I've ever heard. <laughs> that is, I heard that line a lot of times. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, that's, that's good. Isn't that beautiful? From the mouths yeah, of babes. Like oh, oh, oh. Well, I I uh, I said to uh, so my ex-wife was here. We were going over the Sugar Shack days. She said that the booth. She she had some great memories that I I I wasn't even able to uh, pull back. She remembers one night Gladys Knight was in the room, and she says it was a Thursday night. And she said nobody, almost nobody was in the place. And she said Gladys sang her heart out. Um, you know, even though she didn't have a full house, she gave it everything she wow. could. Wow, that's cool. Wow. And the other thing, Rudy, this is a question. She uh, remembered the DJ. When I mentioned that Jay Leno was the DJ, she remembered the booth. She said, boy, she says it was a tiny little booth. He had to crawl up and over and in. And um, they ran. She was under the impression they not only ran the sound from there, uh, the the music, the DJ music, but also the uh, the lights. Is that true? Yeah, uh, the lights, but not the not the DJ. Uh, the music came from the jukebox. Oh. In those days, we had the jukebox music. We had speakers on the jukebox. So okay. when they played the jukebox. Uh, uh, that's where they would get the music for the dance floor. But okay. uh, the controls uh, for the sound system were in that little booth there. Oh, okay. It was that, there was a balcony. I mean, what I remember the place is, you know, you came in and you were on the ground floor, but then as you went further in the back, it, it elevated up a little bit and there were tables above the, the ground right. floor. Is that right? It elevated uh, about three or four or five steps. Yep, and there was the toilets there on the left. Yep, uh, a little ways on the right was my office. Then a little back of was the was the lounge there that we rented out to the advertisement people in Boston. 
Oh, okay. I thought it, I think they called it the manhole or something. Okay. Uh, it was just strictly it was just strictly for the advertisement people. Okay. Then I thought I remember. And then continue on down, you would run into the cave. I get you. The, now there was no, there was no entrance. You couldn't get to the cave through the sugar shack, or could you? No. There okay. was the in Boylston Place. There was the. It was the door in Boylston Place that you could enter the cave. Oh, yeah, okay. you could get to the cave from the sugar shack, yeah. Yeah, you could go in, but uh, we had it closed off. I get you. I get you. And uh, I, somehow I remember your office as being on the left before the uh, men's room, no? No, it was on the right. As you, okay. uh, as you keep going, the men's room was on the left and a little ways down the my office was on the right. We okay. had a pretty big office. Okay. Now, did you have a uh, a two-way glass that you could see, um, look like a mirror on one side, and you could see the club? Is that how you had it? No. I never no. had that. Oh, okay. I never had it. All right. Well, they, uh, I don't think they were, they were out in those days. Yeah. <laughs> oh, they probably were. Probably, probably not. Were. Um, well, listen, while we're, uh, we're waiting for Wayne, why not play a couple of his songs? Is that okay? That's right. Going back to Miami. I got it. Yeah. Before I got that, I want to do the, uh, I want to, I'm going to play these like I did last week. I'm not going to use them in the studio inside the program. I'm just going to, uh, play them from my computer because last week it sounded so much better. This is the right. Uh, right. It was it was the best I've ever heard. Right. So I'm going to do that again, and this is we played this once before, but this is just a great way to set the mood for this show here. Um, here's uh, here's Jackie Gleason again. Ladies and gentlemen, occasionally I go to a nightclub. I like to uh, bounce around town and see what's going on. One night, I dropped into a place called the barn. And what I saw there, I have never seen before and don't expect to ever see again. I'm going to introduce to you the wildest combination and the wildest guy I've ever seen in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, and I know you're going to be wild about him, Wayne Cochran. Thank you. 
I wish you, wow. I wish hey. you could have seen. Hang on, let me shut that down. Here, yeah, hang on. Oh, the, it's uh, not coming over clear on my end again. Great, great. Yeah, we're gonna Thomas, do it this way. Much Thomas, better. It's not coming over clear on my end. It it was a one. Well, how about Billy? How about Billy's end? It was okay. It was a little uh, a little hollow, but. Yeah, it sounded like it was from a distance a little bit here on my end. It wasn't really the voice there, of Jackie, Jackie Gleason's voice was perfect. Yeah, and the music was, was. Yeah, it was the quality. It wasn't the uh, transmission. It was the quality of the uh, actual video. It was a video. Yeah, I seen it. It's awesome. It's funny, Jackie Gleason in the, in the beginning. It's hilarious. Well, I'll tell you, we could use that at some point down the road. Uh, because it's a, it's a great introduction, and that's how the Sugar Shack started. I saw exactly. the same thing, and I, I saw the well, same thing, and I went crazy like he did. Exactly, exactly. Okay. We'll, yeah, we'll put that in the documentary, Rudy. Right, that could be tied into the start to the start of the Sugar Shack. How this guy was imitating all the. The soul music and all that, and uh, it woke me up to the that fact that uh, there's something there. And oh, that's cute. what developed the opening of the Sugar Shack. Well, the uh, I let it play a while because the uh, <clears throat> I advise anybody you want to see Wayne Cochran, you just YouTube that um, that little clip. If you just YouTube Wayne Cochran, you'll, uh, you'll find it. And... Uh, it was it's so funny to see him uh that dance that movie had of just oh. sliding his feet. Oh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. The on section he had. The dress the dress and the, 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 the choreography. Uh, uh unbelievable. Flying <laughs> out everybody everybody had uh, had their place out there. Yeah. Well, he was a combination you know, looking, of like Elvis Presley and James Brown. He had this exactly feet moving, and it was like I even have somebody right now I'm looking at to play the impersonator of him in the play. I already went to see him up at Polcari's on Route One, and I'm looking at him to play the impersonator, the Wayne Cochran impersonator, in Back to the Sugar Shack musical when the the story's done. So, was yeah, that, you went up with Eddie B. You went yeah, up with I went Eddie up and B? hung out with Eddie Barnett, and he's come, this guy is something else. You got to come up and see. You got to come up and hang out with us there, Tom. Is this Amazing. the uh, nice. great, great? Is this the kid that he talks about with the great voice? Yeah, amazing. Uh, when I tell you amazing, if you had your back turned, you'd think it was uh, Eddie Levert and, 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 and unbelievable. This kid had a voice. He's 19 years old. I almost fell over. We went out went out and on Thursday and watched him perform and he sang all the soul singers from the past. I was like, This is coming out of him. 
Guy's phenomenal. From Charlestown, actually. So we're looking at him. And, and he did. Ray, Ray and he, is, he, is he a white kid or black kid? Yeah, yeah, he's white. White 19-year-old kid. And he's got a voice that will make you, uh, you – I was like, whoa. That's coming out of him? So, yeah, you got to come up and see it. He might be up there this Thursday again. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to check it out and send you the invite. We should go up to him and all hang out. It was a good night. It was a really fun time. Now, you said he was, he was imitating Wayne? He was imitating every soul singer you can imagine. He can sing Eddie LaVert. He can sing Marvin Gaye. He can sing Barry White. He can sing everybody, this guy. Eddie B wasn't lying. He was like, come up, come up. He's been haunting me from I finally made my way up Route 1 in Polk and I went, Wow. It was full. Everybody from the 70s and 60s was up there. We had a fun time. The guy was singing his mind out, and it was just a good time. Everybody was dancing, and uh, he's known to do uh, shows around the area like that. You know, he's just a, he's a fabulous soul singer. He's got an old soul for a 19-year-old kid. I was blown away. Oh, did did you say Polkari? Hey, Billy, did you mention yeah. Polkari's name? Yeah, Bokaris. That's where he. That's where we was. We actually try to get Jerry to come up. I gotta get Jerry and bring him up with me because Eddie B. Eddie Barnett is the one that turned me on to it. And he's like, I've got to get Jerry up here. There was a lot of old school people from the past that were there. It was really a fun night. And this guy Dennis Taylor, I'm gonna give him a shout out. He can sing. Believe me, he's like, he's like the new white knight of soul music. <laughs> Let me tell you. Is that? Is that, is that John Polcari's restaurant? Is it an Italian yes. restaurant? Yes, it is. It is, Rudy. Exactly. Yeah, tell anybody that I'm very friendly with John Polcari. Oh, wow. Yeah, I'm going to see Eddie again at the next event. Eddie's there. Well, Eddie's tell, him to, tell him about the Sugar Shack. And uh, I'm very friendly with John Polcari. We grew up, grew up together in the same neighborhood. Absolutely. Eddie Eddie is actually used to call in. He's been asking me, you guys still doing the Sugar Shack show? And I, I, Absolutely. They do it every Thursday, 1 o'clock. So I'm going to get out to the North End next week for sure and grab Jerry Maffeo and Eddie Barnett, and we'll come on and we'll talk a little and chat a little about this, um, this time there at Pocari's. But uh, very, very interesting. Very interesting soul singer, this guy, Dennis Taylor. Is. So what does Pocari have? A show wait, a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. I think this is the moment we've been waiting for. Is this da, 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 da. the fabulous, the one and only, Mr. Wayne Cochran? Hello, Rudy. Cheers. How are you, Wayne? I'm doing great, Rudy. How are you doing? It's good to hear from you. Yeah, likewise. Uh, I want to introduce you to Tom Hayes. He's the one that has the podcast show called Upbeat. And uh, <laughs> after 50 years, Everybody's going crazy about the Sugar Shack. So we well, thought we get we thought we get the opening act that was there and uh and tell them uh, all about the opening of the Sugar Shack and how you tore the beautiful club apart. Well, but uh, it was fun. It was fun. It was fun. It was a lot of fun. Yes, Tom, you want to say hello to Wayne Cochran, Tom? Wayne, it is an absolute yes. mind-blowing honor. And we also have our, our friend Billy Porter on the line. Uh, How you he's doing, in the... Wayne? How you doing, Billy? All right. Nice to, nice to hear from you. Wonderful. My pleasure. <laughs> Wayne, we've got, 
We've got so many questions. First of all, we just played this little bit. I'm not going to play the whole thing, but I think there's no better introduction than, than this one. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, occasionally I go to a nightclub. I like to uh, bounce around town and see what's going on. One night I dropped a place called a barn. And what I saw there, I have never seen before and don't expect to ever see again. <laughs> I'm going to the wildest combination and the wildest guy I've ever seen in my life. Ladies and gentlemen, here he is, and I know you're going to be wild about him, Wayne Cochran. Hello, Wayne. <laughs> Who can give me better d- introduction than that? Wayne, can you tell That's us? Yeah. <laughs> can you tell us about Rudy? how you got to the Sugar Shack, your memories of the Sugar Shack, and we'll let you just take the mic here. And I know you're not a bashful guy, so let it rip. Let it rip. Well, I didn't, I didn't know Rudy till we got booked into the Sugar Shack, and I got, to, I got to meet him, and we were booked in. I think we followed Ray Charles or somebody like that, and uh, we were there for two weeks, and every night we were jam-packed. I mean, it was an exciting, high-energy club, and we had wow. a ball every night. Wow. That, that, that was unbelievable, Tom. You should have been there. I just wish we filmed it because it would have been like Jackie Gleason says, the most exciting night of your life. Wow. <laughs> so well, it was so impressive to me, and I enjoyed it so much. It's really weird. I still remember the address. Oh, you got a picture? Really? Of that you got a picture? You got a picture of that entrance, Wayne? No, uh, it was a one ten Boylston Street. That's right. That was it. One ten Boylston. That's it. Yeah. You know, Tom, we took the first picture, you and I, because the club just opened, you know, and we took the first picture. You're the first one to enter that club, <laughs> Sugar Shack. So cool. So cool. That was unbelievable. Now, Wayne. Club and Rudy, Rudy run a good club. Well, yeah. well, Wayne, Rudy tells yeah. the story. <laughs> they just re- renovated the club. They put thousands of dollars in there. And you were the first act. And he told us many times, you busted up his joint. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was fun. <laughs> <laughs> We threw the ceiling down. We threw the ceiling down, busted the mirrors, everything. The chairs, and the chairs, and everything. Tom, you've never seen anything like it in your life. And it turned out to be fun. The crowd went wild. They loved it. They kept hollering, keep it up, rip it down. Yeah. Hey, Rudy. Hey, yes. Rudy, you got to get down to Miami one day. I'd like to see you. Oh, okay. What part of Miami are you in? Well, actually, I'm in Miramar, Florida, which is about uh, 10 miles west of Fort Lauderdale. You know, I used to live in Hem- in, in Hallandale. I had a condo on the ocean. Well, I'm not far from that. Oh, good. I I, I hired a band called Fabian. The piano player turned out to be a guy that ended up owning four hotels out here 
in Vegas. And he invited me out here in 83, and that's how I got stuck here. My wife fell in love with the town. We stood two years doing the shows at the Sahara. And you probably know the guy, Paul Loudon. He was with uh, your friend, Bernie Newman. Yeah, Paul Loudon's a great guy. Paul Loudon, yeah. he's, the only honor- he's the only honorary CC rider in the world. Is that right? <laughs> Yeah, he played organ. He played the Hammond organ. That's right. He played the organ. That's right. For uh, when I booked him, and I got friendly with him, and uh, he invited me out to Vegas. And uh, after two years, I was doing the shows at the Sahara. I was booking all the acts there in '83 and '84. Then they changed the policy, and uh, I was gone. And my ex-wife, my wife at the time, fell in love with the town. Didn't want to go back to Miami. That's the title well, of your song, Going Back to Miami. <laughs> so that's how I, that's how I yeah. end up getting stuck out here. Well, there's a, lot, there's a lot going on out there. Yeah, there's a lot going out here. We're trying to do a soul festival. Uh, we're trying to raise uh, some sponsors to back us in a soul festival with all the acts that appeared at the Sugar Shack. We we want to put it together in a three day festival, Wayne. So don't forget, you'll be the first one to open it. All right, let me know when. So, wow. so wow. Wayne, thanks for coming. Thanks hey, wait, for coming wait, wait, wait. on, Wayne. Rudy, uh, Rudy. Yeah. Rudy, let me ask Wayne a couple of questions, okay? You know, all right, go ahead. Wayne, can I I ask you a yeah. few questions? All right, first of all, you. <laughs> Are you still performing? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But you would perform if, if Rudy put on a show. Oh, yeah, sure I would. I'd come out and do a couple of songs. Wow, that's great. so awesome. And that now I, pa- I, pastor, I pastor a church down here. I've been in the ministry 34 years. Fabulous. God bless you. God bless you. I've seen the YouTube videos of you preaching and also um, – Hold on, Jesus is coming. I've seen you adapt the song. Yeah, that's pretty good, huh? <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it's awesome. And you, uh, so you do perform in the church, though, once in a while? Every now and then, yeah. All right, great. Now, I can, I can I still can't... do it. I just don't do it a lot. Okay, okay. Now, that's cool. I, I noticed your dancer. I, unfortunately, I never got to see you live. But that that move that you do or did, maybe still do, that little twist of the foot, that slide, looks like you're skating. Looks like you're on ice. Right. You must have come. How did you come up with that? Oh well, I don't know. It's just a combination of things, and uh, I just I enjoyed dancing to the music. Oh, without a doubt. I mean, you're the ultimate showman. Yeah. And you know, in watching that, I could say. I have to say, you must have influ- influenced Michael Jackson's moonwalk with that move you had. It's very similar. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree. Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five used to stand on the corner of the stage, backside, backstage, and watch our show. Wow. Imagine that. You're hearing it right here, folks. Back to the Sugar Shack. Wow. wow. Now, now, Wayne, what do you have, a, a, other than busting up, the Sugar Shack. Do you have any other stories <laughs> about the Sugar Shack? <laughs> well, no, except just the, the great crowds and the fun. That's all. 
Yeah, it was a unique place, wasn't it? Yeah, yes, it was a good place. How good club. How, how often did you play? Did, how, do you know how many times you remember how many times you played? I don't know. We usually played a place once or twice a year for a couple. Okay, of yeah, it was, it was there at least twice a year. Okay, so you remember it first? Rudy had designed to have it as a white club, so you saw it when you first went there. It was mostly a white audience. Is that true? Basically, yeah. Okay, but then after that, it became predominantly a black club. So what did you see as the difference? Well, uh, not a lot, really, because we did the same show where you were black and white. didn't matter with us. Yeah. Did uh, you get a awesome. reaction with the black audience, do you think? Oh, it was a great yeah. reaction with the black audience. But with the white, we did the same show no matter who was there. Right. That's great. And uh, anything else you want to talk about the times, you know, um, you know, how, how, you know, everybody that we talk to says that they always went back to the Sugar Shack, no matter how big they got, no matter how big the, you know, the venues they played, they love to come back to the Sugar Shack because they felt like it was home. Is it, did you get that same feeling? Well, Rudy made you feel that way, you know, and uh, you, it made you comfortable. You enjoyed what you were doing. It almost like it wouldn't work. It was just fun. Exactly. You know, we wow, hear that over awesome. and over again. And I know yeah, you're a busy do. guy, and we can't thank you enough for coming on. I'll tell you what, at some point in the documentary, we'd like to probably fly down to um, Florida and get you on film. Would that be okay? Yeah, I would I would love it. Be wonderful. Bring Rudy with you. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> we just All right, you. Wayne, take care, and good luck, Wayne, and thanks for coming on. Yeah. My pleasure, Rudy. You keep going, and thank you. Bye-bye. All right. Bye-bye. Thanks so much, Wayne. Bye, Wayne. Take care now. That's, God bless. That's great. That's Isn't that great? great? Unbelievable. That's, cool. that's unbelievable. Classic. That is fun. That is well, let me let me play. This is very interesting. This is uh, somebody put uh, Wayne together with um, Otis Redding, and it's going to be amazing to hear how similar uh, there's contrasting styles, but very similar. Here we go. Let's do this. The film you are about to see represents a significant breakthrough in the advancing science of the motion picture. Oh, 
Is that you listening? How'd you do, Billy? Could you hear it okay? It was it was okay. It was like you know, it was a little bit like you said, a little distorted. You can hear it a little bit, but you can definitely tell we got to upgrade the sound system to get that boom, you know. But it, it is yeah. what it is, man. We're doing something right, right, right. Well, that sounds okay. But the thing is, it was hard to tell, wasn't it, if it was Otis or if it was a Wayne? Ex- yes, exactly. Yes, he's come on, phenomenal class act. Well, you know, I I just watched another, you know, Wayne told us that the Jackson 5 used to sit on the side of the stage and watch him do that. I'll tell you. Imagine they that. Just gave a, oh, my God. They just gave a close-up of Wayne's feet moving. I'm telling you, that was the beginning of right? the moonwalk. Of the moonwalk, the shuffle, the Hollywood shuffle, the Wayne Cochran shuffle. Amazing. Yep. Right, so cool. I'm like, look at his feet. Look at his feet. Look at his feet. You know what else look, I noticed, look at Rudy? Look at the hair. I know it, Rudy. What else I noticed is I'll bet you Rod Stewart took a lot of his inspiration from from Wayne because his voice almost oh, sounds really? similar. Oh wow! Rod Stewart I... had great arrangements too, like Wayne. Yeah, the music yeah, behind wow. Rod Stewart is was great. It's still great. Rod Stewart is still uh, yeah, beating still up on people at the Coliseum here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because uh, Wayne, Wayne had the same thing. The music behind him was uh, phenomenal, phenomenal. Right, 
phenomenal. I'm looking at I'm looking at these videos. There must be what? What do you have? Like fifteen musicians on stage? I mean it's I couldn't count them. Yeah, oh, he had at least a, he had at least a dozen. An e- wow. easy. Probably wow. close to fifteen. I know there was a dozen of them at least. That's unbelievable. Wow. How did he make any money? <laughs> I don't well, in those days the people worked for a, uh, a living, you know? They didn't yeah. uh, they didn't get rich from uh, an engagement. They just got a a pay and uh uh, was to promote yourself and uh, go out there and uh, promote your record or promote your idea or whatever you had. Right. They did it because they loved to perform and they loved it. Oh, no, no, art. no. Yeah, that's true. But I had people with hit records, like yeah, Junior Walker, I think. Junior Walker had the number one record, paid him only 5000 for the week with wow. the number one record of Billboard. Wow. What does it take to, to, to get your love or something? Oh, the yeah, other yeah, one yeah. was Yep. Yep. Yeah, so those oh. people, when they had a hit record in those days, they had to go out and work it. Yeah, I they hear you. Yeah, um, like today, hey, it's Rudy. like one push of the button. Rudy, I got to tell you, you get, Today you get a hit record, you become a, a zillionaire. Sponsors exactly. want you a Nike shoes, the beverage companies, everything. Yeah. One, exactly. one, hit of the, right. one hit of the computer button. Exactly. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, how play. come we hear each other? How come we hear each other very clear now, Tom? I, again, I, I think the um, – I'm going to try – well, here, let's play. I'm going to play something from the studio and there see if it, uh, how it comes across today. Um, play the Sugar yeah. Shack song if you got it, the, the original I got, one, I got Sugar one here. I got one. The here we go. Not, not going go. back. I'm just going to stop that for a second. It's a little, oh, that's a little clear. Okay, good. Well, let's let's go with this then. We're going to play this all the way through.
the music, the, the voice comes over clear, but the music is a little. Uh, well, well, just, uh, I'm gonna put some more complaints into uh, Blog Talk and see what we can yeah, do here. You gotta, I think, I think before you go too far, you gotta straighten that thing out. We have to get the, a direct sound on hey, this thing. Hey, because, Billy. Billy, yeah. you notice that, that Rudy's getting stronger every week. You notice this? I, I, I love it. Yeah, he's like so confident. He's like, look at, listen here. This is how it goes. This is what you gotta do. I love it. I, I'm over here. My Rudy, hair is standing up. Rudy, I gotta tell you something. From when we started this show to now, your your voice, your energy, um, the energy, you, you know, yeah. it's just so fantastic. I mean, are you feeling that way? Yeah. Oh yeah, you brought life back to the with the sugar <laughs> Rudy Moreno. <laughs> yeah, baby. Well, Rudy, I'm gonna I'm gonna sing your praises here. You're getting back what you gave because right. no, you cannot mention two words sugar shack without getting a right. Nobody, when you say sugar shack, you never hear. Oh, yeah, I went there. You never hear that. What you hear is, oh, my God. Oh, wow. That, yeah, you hear, that oh, was wow. the place. Oh, wow. Exactly. Yes, exactly. And so, Rudy. I got people calling me. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, Rudy, this is coming back to you. Everybody, when we talked to Henry last week, he said the same thing. He goes, and you, what, what Wayne just said. He says, you, it, right? it wasn't the Sugar Shack. It was the Sugar Shack, but it was Rudy. It was Rudy, exactly. Because of Rudy. Rudy made the Sugar Shack. And why am I and Billy and George and and, and, um, Chuck and your daughter, why are we all excited about this? Because I said to one of my black friends yesterday who I met, I told you I met uh, 40 years after the Sugar Shack on a beach in, in Martha's Vineyard, and we found out that we had been in there at the same time, saw the same shows. And I said to him, I talked about it. I said, he said, Tom, he said, the Sugar Shack was a phenomenon. It was a phenomenon. Wow. Phenomenon. Amazing. Imagine that. And so, Rudy, yeah. you're getting it all back, and it's great to see you with your energy. The people that, you know, in our last week, we had over 70 listens, and almost half wow. of those, more than half, were live. So, people right now, are listening live and let's if, if you if you're out there and you're listening live and you want to talk to Rudy, call us at six four six nine two nine two four five one. And uh, you know I know George wanted to call in, but I couldn't put the link on um, on my phone. But maybe George will call in. But uh, uh, Rudy, tom- um, tomorrow George and I are headed to Foxwoods to interview. Uh, Tavares to interview Harold Melvin in the Blue Notes, and hopefully Cuba Gooding Sr., who was with the main ingredient. Wow. 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 Uh, who did you get in touch with, Tavares? Uh, yes, and also George made contact with Harold Melvin, and two of the original members are still with Harold Melvin. Wow. I think there's only one left. Well, Harold Lloyd, so. Lloyd, baby Lloyd, there, whatever his name, Harry. Well, anyways, that's good. You're on your way. And, you know, something, not to change the subject, but a fellow in the 
in my apartment building gave me a book about Boston. What do you think it is? It's called the Boston Mob. Wow. <laughs> oh, no kidding. And that's something. Don't we all know about you that? You know, I say to myself, <laughs> I don't know how I'm still living. They were such, they were killing people for nothing. And, for nothing, uh, yeah. And they were shaking down nightclubs and uh, all around the sugar shack. Some of the Pippermint Lounge they mentioned, a few other things. And it was Crazy. unbelievable. That's crazy. That's crazy. Well, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm glad you brought it up because uh, I just saw Black Mass last night. Yeah. Oh. Did oh. you disappoint it? Did you, did, what, what's up? Tell me. No, I mean, well, no. I mean, the acting, forget it. The acting was unbelievable. I mean, you, do, you no, couldn't even recognize. The acting recognize. was unbelievable, but did they have the story right? I mean, they missed Force Bus and they missed, they missed a lot of points in that. I was really disappointed. Well, I, I, I grew up right around the corner from Whitey Bulger, and I hung with Teresa Stanley's kids, and I'm familiar with that era and that time. I'm a Southern kid. I'm an actor, and they really missed a lot of points in that film, and I'm, I was disappointed with it myself. Well, I imagine they, they only had so much time. Yeah, you know, I'm reading the book, Boston Mob. I'm almost done, and Whitey hasn't even appeared. Wow. So this, this thing has to... Keep going, you know. Uh, after the Somerville guys killed each other, the McLaughlins and uh, the Hughes brothers and uh, Buddy McLean. Buddy McLean, yeah, McLean, yeah. This you one kept on going. Say, you know what they say, book is, is uh, brutal by Kevin Weeks. Kevin Weeks was Whitey's right hand man for for years. Brutal yeah. by Kevin Weeks, and then Rat Bastards by uh, John Redshay. Those two books are the original Southie guys that grew up in the era around Whitey, and those two books, they hit it on the nail. But I think Last Mass failed it because the director was from Virginia. They didn't hire that many Southie guys. There's a lot of Southie talents out there, actors, directors, producers, and they didn't get hired for the movie, and it was a a big upset. I think that they just twisted the movie, and they, they had it wrong, in my opinion, anyways. Well, what I'm trying to get at... There's still more room for this mob violence because Whitey hasn't even come into the picture. Yeah, I'm almost almost at the end, and then you got to get Whitey and Matarano with all their killings and uh, the Weaver family, the uh, the family in Oklahoma. There, I don't know what the hell if I'm pronouncing the name right. But uh, there's a lot more to this. There's a lot more to this stuff. And, but imagine okay, well, they came, they all came to the sugar shack, right? And they were mesmerized oh, oh, like oh, little babies. babies. <laughs> they were like little you know, babies in there. They were sitting there listening to soul music going, what? You know, they, they, talk about, they talk about Stevie Fleming's brother, the bear, how what a ruthless killer he was. He was at the bar all the time. <laughs> it's unbelievable. He was he was in the shack. Oh, he lived there. In fact, Jerry Maffeo tells a story how he, he was partly bald, and then uh, he took Jerry. Jerry had a little wig on in the front, of, and the bear took his wig off and put it on his heads. <laughs> 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 oh, shit. I'm trying. 
Those guys come down there, they forgot their meanness and their treacherous or whatever you want to call it. Wow. Now, drop some other names of people, some other mobsters who were there. You name them, I'll tell you if they were there. There was about 30, 20, sometimes strong. Wow. We had the FBI in there watching them every day. Was Connolly, the the FBI guy that was involved in the black mass, was he there? Uh, I don't know. I never I never met any of the FBI guys other than one, uh, two. They came back to my office and wanted to know how I control this place. <laughs> I said, that's a good question. <laughs> I'm trying to think of an answer. And I well, said, oh, told- well, I got it. I said, this is a showroom. They come in and see the show. After the show, out they go. That's the only right. answer I can give you. And that well, you was that. Us, right. You told us that. Um, you told us that Whitey was there. Was so was Kevin Weeks there as well? I don't remember Kevin Weeks, but Whitey was there. Stevie Fleming. Uh, uh, Moderano. Moderano. Jimmy Johnny. Uh, Stevie Fleming, uh, Fleming, the other guy. Wow. Yeah, Fleming, told me that story one time with the with the wig. He was like, he had the guy come out. He said, "We're looking for him." He said, "Put the wig on the baseball." He slammed the wig down on the bar and said, "What are you having?" Yeah, he told me that wig story. That's a true story. Hilarious. Maffeo got more stories than Walt Disney. I tell you, he's yeah. got more stories than Walt Disney from the Sugar Shack. Well, all well, the bartenders have all those stories. You know, he used to attend bar first. Yeah, and, he was involved with it, right directly with the people all the time. So he was out yeah, there. Yeah, because as soon as, they, as soon as they walked in, they walked right into Jerry Maffeo. Yeah, he was, <laughs> he was the, the bar. Man. That's my buddy. Jerry's my buddy. I love him to death. And he walked into the, they walked into Jerry Maffeo. That was it. Amazing. Now, speaking That's about so cool. the bar, Rudy... We have to talk about, I can't believe we haven't, maybe we did in the earlier shows, Sugar Shack Otis. Oh, my God. You mentioned that. I can't think of, uh, I I remember the saying, Sugar Shack Otis. I think he might have been an early uh, photographer taking pictures. Yes, that's what he was. One more. I got one more. Sugar Shack Otis. Hey, I got one more. Let me get your picture. And I got uh, the other. The other person I remember that was there for a great length of time was Sugar Shack Lil. I wish I could find her. She's probably Sugar got Lil. Lil. She's probably got a ton of. Yeah, she was a, a black lady, and uh, she came in one day. Can I take pictures? Uh, and she wanted to pay me. I said, oh, just take the pictures, and every now and then take a picture of, uh, of me with oh, the artist. Oh, okay. Sugar Shack, that's cool. Now did now did you hire Sugar Shack Otis? No, I don't remember. So you just let <laughs> him come in. And, you just let him come in he and take might pictures. Have, he might ask. Uh, you see, they would take pictures and sell the pictures. Right, I remember. It was that's ten, how they made their money. Yeah, it was ten dollars. Well, I don't know what they charge. I don't even remember what they charge. But if you're if you're sitting down in the club and you wanted a picture taken, you know they take it. 
Oh, that's I cool. Yeah, the old Polaroid picture. Right. Yeah. Had the, I think they had that Polaroid camera where the yeah. picture comes right out. Exactly. That's what it was. And he would come by, and he always said, <laughs> I got this Sugar Shack Otis. I got just one more. It'd be 7 yeah. o'clock at night. And he had yeah, one more. Yeah, he had one more. <laughs> <laughs> I got one more. I just got one more. 11 o'clock at night, he had one more. <laughs> yeah. And the funniest thing, the night I came in and the place was packed, we drove up from Connecticut, and there was Curtis Mayfield, and I'm sitting at the bar, and the guy next to me is all by himself. And he says to the bartender, so it must have been Jerry. Jerry was at the bar? Yeah. Yeah, so he taps Jerry and goes, bartender. He goes, would you have Sugar Shack Otis come over here? So I'm looking at him, and I notice the guy's alone. And Sugar Shack comes running over. It was, it was a scene out of a movie. It's, I, who wants me? Who wants me? I got just one more. Who is it? It's, it's me, Sugar Shack Otis. It's the guy, me, Otis. And he goes, what can I do for you? He said, I want a picture of me. <laughs> and he he gets he poses with this. Oh, his that's hilarious. That's unbelievable. That's beautiful. That's fine. Wow. You had that that place, Rudy, was there was better than a three ring circus. The things you could the look at. That I was I was speaking to our buddy Chuck, and uh, he says he's got some real footage of uh, some of the artists, some of the sole artists that appeared at the shack. Yep. Yeah. You know something? Rudy, did you see the pictures that – who would we have? Was it Norman, uh, Big Daddy's kid, last week? Rudy? Hey, Rudy. Did we lose him again? Maybe. Okay, yeah. I could. T- yeah, I hear you. Did you, um, you saw them, didn't you? <laughs> yeah, I hear you. <laughs> did you Did you see the pictures that uh, Norman, was Yeah, Norman? I did. Yeah, no, I heard, yeah, Big Storm and Norman, Pimp Daddy all the way to the south. Oh, my God, yeah. That was good. They were cool. Them pictures brought I was like, wow, look at this shit, man. It was, it was I amazing. think those are some of the best pictures on the site. Right? They're so cool, man. They're like, look at these guys. These cats were having a great time at the Sugar Shack. I mean, the, they were dressed to kill. The big broad-rimmed hats, the beautiful suits. The one... Right, the dude in front of the Cadillac. You see the dude in front of the Cadillac? He's got his hands That's down. what I'm talking about. Daddy. Yeah, he's like, daddy is daddy. Daddy is daddy. Wow. That was fun. Yeah, those pictures were cool. Well, we invite the listeners to go to www. Um, well, no, on Facebook. Just go to the uh, Sugar Shack Boston site. Yeah, Sugar Shack Boston, Sugar Shack Radio, anything that has to do with Rudy Garino, Sugar Shack, Sugar Shack Radio, you know, come join us, man. We're, we're, we're all about having fun and talking about the good old days. Yeah. Now, did you... Um, did you did you hear the the uh, promo that the kids from Argentina sent up? I seen a little bit, yeah. I did see something, but I'm like, well, here, yeah, listen. Like... Here we go. Here it is. This is our, our friends from Argentina. Here we go. Hi, Thomas. Oh, we, we are Ivan, Guido, Matias, 
of Guglielmo from Argentina. There it is. The kids are Hi, on. We are Ivan, Guido, Matias, of Guglielmo. Isn't that great? Oh, fucking beautiful. So we have listeners in Argentina and Mateus and the rest of you. We we thank you for uh, sending that promo. Oh, here comes Rudy. Rudy's coming back. Here we go. What? Okay, now we got you, Rudy. We got to cut off again, huh? Yeah, I don't know what happened there. It, it, you know, I got a little scared, but you're okay. <laughs> hey, Rudy, I like to ask. I like to ask this every show. Let me ask you this question, Rudy. Are you having fun? Yeah, you having fun, Rudy? How you? What's up? Tell us. I never had. Listen to this one, Tom. I never had so much fun with my pants on. came up when I saw the show, The Black Mass last night, because, you know, they took down... Now, first of all, Rudy, did you grow up in the North End? Yes. What street? Prince Street. Okay. 92 Prince Street, directly across from... Wow. I remember that day, because I graduated from Christopher Columbus of the North End. I went to high school there, and I remember that day, that Thing went down. That was crazy. Wow. So you lived the only. North End, yeah. Yeah, but in Julo, they showed it in the movie last night. He was number 98. Yeah, and I was 92. Oh, my God. <laughs> so did you did you up with him? I used to play pinball machine with his mother. I was a kid. Wow. 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 And I confirmed one of Nicky's, uh, his older brother, Nicky, had a had a child. Uh, I think he, he wasn't married, I think. And, uh, I was his godfather. Would you believe wow. that? Wow. Wow. You, wow. you are the godfather. Yeah. Well, yes, yeah, you are, Rudy. Now, Rudy, did you had those guys in there, and obviously... Whitey obviously had a reputation for shaking people down. Nobody ever tried to shake you guys down? Never, never. It was amazing. It was amazing. Never. You know why? Because of my fails. Jerry had everybody in lockdown. No, I wasn't about to fail. No, no taking away <laughs> Jerry. No taking away anything from Jerry. But they, no, no, Jerry's my no, Jerry, Jerry's a good guy, man. They all... There was a lot of respect. There was a lot of guys in there that could hold their own. Jerry, Joe it Capola. It's all about respect. Exactly. We had Bobby Clinton. We had a lot. Of, we had a mixture of friends that, that worked there. They were like Bobby Clinton was very highly respected from the South End guys. Stevie Fleming came to me one day and congratulated me for having that kid work for me. And uh, there was a lot of respect and a balance between the North, uh, those, uh, those guys. 
guys and everybody that we had a lot of nice people in our crew, wow. you know. Rudy, Rudy, let me ask you something. Did you know? Okay. Whoops. Whoops. Let me put it. You I was. Rudy, let me ask you something. Did you want? Uh, did you ever? Did you know Marty Kelly? Marty Kelly from uh, Kelly's Pork and Bowl in Durham Park. No, Marty oh, Kelly wow. brothers. He, he was my first advisor when I opened the door. He oh, says, Marty you Junior. Bob business. Bonnie Kelly. Martin Kelly. Martin Kelly is my, my little sister's father. No kidding. I knew him very yeah, well. My, wow. mother, my, mother, my mother was what, had an, uh, was together with Martin Kelly for about 10 years. He owned Jurgen Park, and his dad owned Kelly's Cork and Bowl. So we're familiar with this whole thing. But, uh, yeah, I just want to know yeah, what your relationship yeah, was with Martin yeah, Kelly. Murphy, Chick Murphy, Murphy. Yeah. He was the funniest Irish guy I ever met when I was a kid. He was so funny. I thought he looked like Will Rogers. Amazing. You know what Kelly did? Kelly, when I opened the Sugar Shack, before I opened, he came down to see what I was doing. <laughs> he said, what do, you, what do you know about this business? I said, nothing. All <laughs> 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 these bartenders, they're going to rub your eyes out. Yeah, yeah, I'll put Spartans. Then I decided Spartans cost so much money. I says, I'm better off if they steal the money, I'm going to pay Spartans. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, Marty Kelly was like, you know, a good uh, uh, a part of my life, and uh, he was a good friend of mine. A lot of those bar guys, everybody I talked they were afraid of losing one drink. I yeah, just, absolutely. In a cash flow business, what the hell is one drink? You know yeah, exactly. Right, right. Good for you, exactly. Rudy. Good for you, exactly. And and Rudy, so when all of that stuff was going down between Whitey and the North End, you know, did you see any of that problem in the club? I mean, were those guys there together at the same time, the North End guys and, and the Southie guys? No, I don't think so. Open uh, the day we had. We had Larry Bioni and uh, a crew that I, if I can remember, Peter Lamoni, uh, uh, Galero, and Wagenheimer. There was four or five of them. They watched through the crowd, pushed everybody all over the place to get in. Wow. He's a Bolero and Wackenheimer. <laughs> wow. He couldn't imagine what was going on. Of course, wow. you know, Jerry Zulu used to love me all the time. You know, I used to drive him around when I was a kid. Yeah. I had a pool. I had a pool with him, and his brother used to come and say, close up, you're going to drive Jerry someplace. And I used to oh. drive him. Wow. I used to wow. The Jerry Zulu story. He had a lot of stories. Colorful wow. guy he was. Who who and was that? Angelo? Jerry Angelo. So he had a lot of stories? Yeah, I used to drive him around when I was a kid. Wow. Wow, I bet he had stories. And wow. I drove him around uh one day I, I saw him in a restaurant. And uh, he asked me to do him a favor. There was some guy that I was with. He says, you see the guy you're with? 
He says, you better respect him. I says, he says, because he's doing me a favor. He says, anything you can do for him, I would appreciate it. I says, I got him living with me temporarily. <laughs> I had uh-huh. an apartment built, and uh, he stood with me for a while. So that was Jerry's compliment wow. to me. Then, wow. uh, Go ahead. Then one other time he says, you know, he says, he says, you know, Rudy's got a lot of nerves. He says he's a good guy. He says, you know why? He comes from my corner. He was bought. He was he was bought across the street from me. He says that's so funny the way they talk those crazy guys. You know they were unbelievable. Now, so Angelo never came to the club, right? No, Jerry, no. Okay. But he, brothers, but he was proud of you. But he was proud of you. Huh? He was proud of you. Oh, yeah, he was. He was. Uh, I guess that little word from Jerry might have helped. If somebody might probably mention my name, and he'd probably say, stay away from him. You know? Because right. <laughs> I had a relationship with him and the family. <laughs> I'm getting right. dry, you know, from talking. I'm starting to... All right, hey, well... Well, I'm just saying. Rudy, anything else you want to say? No, I'm just saying I had a relationship. I was very close to the mother. I used to play pinball machines with her. I confirmed one of the brother's sons. I was very close to them. That's great. Wow. There's so much history. I mean, you know, you've, you've lived an amazing life, Rudy. And yeah, and this has been an amazing episode of Back to the Sugar Shack with Tom Hayes, Rudy Garino, and Billy Porter. This is a really cool. This is a really cool episode, guys. I want to uh, say goodbye and have a great week to you, gentlemen, and uh, till the next episode. Yeah. Yeah, and Rudy, while you were hey, on the air, we are say... Ivan, Guido, Matias, of Willetano from That's the guys from Argentina. Hey, Thomas, we are Ivan. And uh, yeah, you yeah, got muted. fans all over the world, Rudy. Yeah, we do. We're working it, brother. You know, that's amazing how they heard us from Argentina. That's amazing. Imagine. That's We're pushing this. The that's the power of the Facebook and the Internet. Yes. Well, I'll leave, I'll leave you guys with Tom Hayes' famous words. We're creating the buzz. We got the and buzz, back baby. back to the sugar shack. Back to the sugar hey. shack. Take care. Okay. All right, hey, Rudy. Take care, buddy. Hang on a second. Hey, Rudy, thanks so much. Everybody, thank you so much for joining the show. And uh, please join us next week. And wish us luck tomorrow at Foxwoods when we uh, we go to get some more uh, some some more uh, footage, et cetera. All right. So long, everybody. All right, Tom. Take care, buddy. Oh, there's a crazy little shack beyond the track And everybody calls it the sugar shack Well, it's just a coffee house and it's 
Thank you.